everybody welcome to the 21 minutes or less podcast um today we're talking about biggest obstacles and I think one of my biggest obstacles was honestly this year like throughout COVID um just trying to graduate from grad school I was supposed to graduate in July but now it's getting pushed back to December so I feel like obstacles are you know of course challenging but one I feel like they build character and two I feel like they're purposely sent from God to be able to guide you on a better path of something that you might have not even known that you wanted or that you were able to do. So, you know, biggest obstacle, definitely getting through COVID, graduation. But in the grand scheme of things, it's like I still got my education. I'm still able to go to my internship. Like, I'm still alive. So I don't feel like it was that that huge in the grand scheme of everything that's going on in the world right now. I I feel you on that. I know when we think about biggest obstacles, we often think about like external things that we have no control over. But for me, honestly, my biggest obstacle has been myself. Um, and one of those things that I will have to say is execution. With me, I love ideation. Like, I love coming up with different ideas. I love um, having different things going on. But at the same time, it's like, okay, it's good to have an idea, but you have to put the execution and work behind it. So I know with me, I have to work a little bit harder when it comes to execution. And, you know, making those goals not only making the goals, but then having action items behind those goals. And then on top of that, I'm kind of like a perfectionist. So if I feel like all my ducks are not in a row, I don't even want to do it, which leads to procrastination. So it's kind of like a domino effect, if that makes sense. For sure. And, you know, I'm definitely with you on the procrastination thing. But recently, I've been actually really really good about doing things and I think it's because I've been using my calendar so much so I feel like you know back in the day procrastination probably was my biggest obstacle but you know just with being one a productivity coach and trying to help other people like it really has helped me with my productivity as well so like I use google calendar all the time like if you looked at my google calendar it looks but it helps to keep me on track And I know for me, I'm more of an anxious procrastinator. So Mm -hmm. it's like four different types of procrastinators. You're a perfectionist procrastinator. I'm an anxious procrastinator. And with anxious procrastinators, it's like I'm procrastinating because I got anxiety. Um, But it's also, I'm like a little tiny bit of a perfectionist procrastinator as well. Because it's like I got anxiety because I want it to be perfect. And it's like once you realize that nothing's ever going to be perfect, you'd be like, okay, let me just put it out here. Because, you know, planning is procrastination as well. A lot of times people talk about the stuff they're planning. And it's just like, that's cool. But, you know, this is just, a, like you said, an idea. So I definitely think a lot of people's biggest obstacle is procrastination, which is why I'm working so hard to like help people with that and like fight procrastination. Definitely. And not only that, um, I feel like I have been on a healing journey, so to speak. This COVID has Mm -hmm. definitely set me down. And with me sitting down and having a lot of time to myself, it made me think about things that have been suppressing. So another obstacle is 
kind of like dealing with my childhood trauma that I've experienced um, mm-hmm. at a young age that I never really dealt with. And it's like you go through things as, as a young child. And if you don't have the right resources or go to counseling or have the um, the knowledge to cope with it, it can kind of like, you know, hinder you as an adult. And I realized that some of the things that happened to me when I was, um, you know, a younger child has kind of followed me into my adulthood. And I had to, you know, seek um, therapy and try to figure out how can I heal and deal with those things and not allow it to like rule my life. And I also feel like it has contributed to like health issues because, you know, when you suppress stress and trauma, it like eats you up (laughs) inside. Yeah. And you don't have any release. Like writing is a release for me. Um, That's what I do all the time. Like I feel like I'm a writer and I read. But I also felt like that was me trying to cope with, um, you know, what I was dealing with. But even with me writing and reading, I still didn't have the proper tools um, to really understand, you know, how to get over the things that I was dealing with, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I've definitely been on my own little healing journey. Um, probably, I wouldn't even say throughout the whole COVID, probably like since I got broke up with, so probably like a month ago, month and a half. But it's been like the best, literally, I could say this has been like maybe the best month of my life. It's been very productive. And I feel like sometimes you got to go through those obstacles to like, help you and I feel like the breakup it was very helpful for me because I was like okay all this energy I'm putting into somebody else let me put this into myself let me see like you know how do I feel sometimes like you know let me try to push my like you said health is wealth and it's a huge part of like the regular everyday things that you go through in life people don't understand how connected like mental and physical health is but that's one thing I've been doing in the last month um I've been fasting a lot and I actually I'm reading this book called Always Eat After 7 p.m by Joel Marion and in the book he just talks about like how intermittent fasting it can help you to get clarity focus energy um it have it kind of help you reset your appetite things like that and I actually been implementing it and it has been so helpful like I feel lighter I feel more focused um right now I'm only really like eating one time a day and people probably feel like that's crazy but it's like it's been the best choice of of a lifetime and sometimes you got to go through those journeys of like focusing on yourself to realize like what's wrong or what you've been doing that's not so good and then trying to correct it because if you don't even stop to like heal or take a moment to be like Hmm, let me reflect on this. How is this affecting me? Things like that. Like you said, you'll go through something your whole or be have went through your whole life and just realize like, wow, this is still affecting me or this is still something that I never really got over or I never really talked to anyone about. So I think it's important to like share the obstacles you got through and share like your journey of healing, your journey of wellness. And it's it's definitely going to be able to help other people. So if nothing else, like if you don't get anything, you should know that somebody might be able to heal themselves from you spreading your um your own journey. 
I definitely agree. Because I always feel like the life we live is not necessarily our own. Like, we were here with different gifts to help others. That's what I believe. And sometimes, like you said, we have to go through those obstacles to learn those lessons so we can give those lessons to other people. Exactly. I feel like it's not, like, it's no L's no more. Like, I don't know, whenever something, quote unquote, negative or bad happens, like, I really feel like everything is about perspective. So I don't even look at, I guess, bad stuff as bad stuff anymore. It's like, okay, this happened. Cool. This is the part of life. And I think something that I've learned in this past month or two is like, you got to be okay with not being okay. Because if you're going through life like, oh, I'm good all the time, it's like even when you do have little hiccups and stuff, you're going to be so busy trying to portray and look like you're okay. You're not going to have time to ever really get through it. So I definitely think being comfortable with being uncomfortable is like something that if more people were able to do, I feel like it would be less distressed in the world. Because you can't be distressed when you feel like, oh, this wasn't negative. This was you know, a blessing in disguise or this set me up for this in my future. Like a lot of times we're just thinking about the now and what's going on, you know, in this moment, but you got to look at things in the long run. Like, is this going to even matter in two months? Is it going to matter in a year? Is it going to matter in 10 years? And so things that's like not going to matter in like at least two months, you got to start worrying about. So that's something I've been doing, just trying to let things go, let things be what they're going to be and being okay with, okay, I'm not okay right now. I'm able to say I'm not okay, but the fact that I know that I'm not okay is me being way better than trying to act like I'm okay and not being okay. Yeah. So I I had to have a, a real conversation with a friend and, you know, they were telling me that you know, I need help with my communication. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? You might be right. Because like I said earlier, I would suppress like how I was feeling. Like I would like keep that stuff inside. I would even say anything. And then it, instead of saying something, I would just distance myself and be in isolation, which can cause depression. And, you know, it's not healthy. Yeah. So I definitely need to you know, find my voice in a sense and speak up more. But I think that was my way of trying to avoid conflict. But that's just not reality. I mean, there's going to be conflict. Instead of trying to avoid conflict, I just need to figure out how to um, find healthy ways, ways to solve problems, basically. Definitely. I think conflict resolution one of the most important skills people can have because a lot of people don't know how to deal with conflict like it's literally people that'll ghost you people that'll be like I'd rather just act like everything is okay and not tell you what I'm really feeling people that just won't say nothing at all and like they're just yeah they're just ignoring it so I think people need to understand why don't even know something wrong with you because you're like oh I'm okay but it's like, sometimes you got to stop and be like, you know, what am I willing to tolerate? What am I willing to put up with in order to, you know, connect with this person or to be in this situation? Because if you don't know what you're going to put up with, then somebody going to beat and push your limit, but you didn't even know that was your limit. So now you're just sitting there 
don't know how to bring it up to them, anxiety, etc. And it's like it could be avoided by using your voice, but you don't even want to do that because you're so timid or shy or nervous or anxious or avoidant. And it's just okay, guys. So if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. You know, first of all, it's free. Y'all know I love some free stuff. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Like, it's super amazing. I love it. It's been very beneficial for me. So make sure y'all download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, yeah. I was basically just saying, like, um, a lot of times people don't know how to deal with conflict. So they'll be sitting there and they won't say anything because they don't even know what to say. And if you don't know your boundaries or your limits, you also not going to know how to deal with conflict because you're not even going to know when that point is reached. You're just going to be sitting there feeling some type of way. Another obstacle that I have to deal with is mm-hmm. during this healing process, my new self trying to overcome my old self. <laughs> So it's kind of like an internal struggle or internal battle. Because, you know, we have different habits mm-hmm. that we're used to um, having. And then you've been living your, with yourself, well, I'm 29. I've been living with myself 29 years. And here I am in a couple of months trying to revamp my whole life and, you know, look at things from a different perspective, have a more positive mindset. And it's kind of like, I'm trying to wipe out all the old negativity out in a few months. And of course that's not realistic. So, but it's like my new self is constantly trying to battle and overcome my old self. It's a constant journey. And I think that's where people go wrong when they think, you know, Oh, I just got to get over this obstacle and then I'm gonna be good. Or oh, I just got to get over that and I'm be good. And it's like, no, it's going to be mm-hmm. obstacles for the rest of your life. No matter what it is, it's always going to be something. So I think people, they just want the microwave, you know, the microwave solutions. But some stuff is like it's ongoing, especially a healing journey. It's like, you know, once you heal from one thing, you got to start dealing with something else. You're not going to just heal from one thing and then be totally healed. Like we just have so many layers as people. And so sometimes it can be. A little bit overwhelming yes, to, t- absolutely. to focus on one thing at once. <sighs> Honestly, and I'm just speaking for me, I feel like for me, mine needs to be by itself because like for me, like I said, I got broke up with like a month and a half, two months ago almost, but I've been in relationships since I was like 19. I'm 24. So I've been in literally relationships for like the past four or five years. And it's like, maybe I'm not 
able to be the best me possible because I'm always with somebody else or giving them my energy or giving them my time or giving them, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to give so much in relationships and not saying like nobody ever gave nothing to me back, but it's like, I want to give to myself now. And that's it. Like I, like before I probably would have been lonely or something. I ain't even gonna lie. When I got into my relationship before the last one, I was back swiping like right. the next day. Like, okay, what's new out here? But now it's like I don't even have no desire. Like, I don't even want to give no one my energy. So I feel like it needs to be alone. But that's just for me. Somebody else, they might not been in a relationship for five six years, and they on their own healing journey. But right. they can't. Afford- While you're healing, you don't want to harm or hurt the person you're trying to build with. Because you're not even done getting over your trauma and all the issues you got going on. So it's easy mm-hmm. to project those insecurities onto your partner. How can I fully heal when, mm-hmm. like, you there? It's like, how am I healing? Like, you're here. It's so easy to become dependent when you're in a relationship. And not saying that's a bad thing. That's what's supposed to happen. But it's like, if you're trying to be independent and, you know, focused on you, you just can't because you got to focus on your boo. And it's like, like you said, it's kind of unfair to them. It's like, while you're healing, how do you balance doing that and still going to work? Doing that, still going to school, doing that. If you got a child, you still got to deal with your child. It's like, when do you take that time out for yourself? I feel like it's it's all the time. It's all throughout the day. I'm not going to lie. I'm working from home right now. So it's, you know, probably a lot easier than it might be at um, when I wasn't. But even with my internship, like, you know, right now I don't have a lot of clients, which is a little bit annoying. But, you know, I might have three clients. I'm in my internship for eight hours. You know, I might have to do notes for those three clients. That's another hour or two. So if I got five hours where I'm doing stuff, three hours where I'm not, you know, I'm going to take those three hours and invest them into me. So I start reading my devotional. I write in my gratitude journal. Like I do all of this while I'm at my internship or work. It's like, you know, you're not constantly working 24 seven. So, you know, just take any moments you can. Like if I'm working at home and I just need, you know, just the mental clearness, I'm going to go outside for like five minutes, just sit there, chill, whatever. It's like, you know, you got to incorporate it throughout your day. Well, thank y'all for listening to our episode on Biggest Obstacles. Make sure y'all go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 21 min- minutes or less. And then follow our Facebook page.